Well, hello, everyone. We're back with our next episode of Fires of Relationships. And this time we're covering love-hate relationships. I am Cylindrin Buller. I am the host of Uplifting Humans, where we honor, empower, educate, and inspire the listener with real stories and expert advice. And hello, everyone. I'm Matilda Tavanian. I'm the host of Coffee with Matilda, A Journey to Self. We talk about self-love, self-discovery, and how to connect with others, how to feel one with others. And today we have a very exciting topic, love and hate. I think, Salindran, we all experience love and hate. Um, it's, a, it's a relationship, it's an interpersonal relationship involving or alternating emotions of love and hate. Something particularly common with emotions that uh, when, when are intense, it can be romantic between siblings, between parents, children. And I think, Salindran, the root of love and hate relationship is linked to like early childhood. What do you think? Oh, 100%. I, I do believe that, you know, all emotions are really emotions that we have gathered from prior to birth and mm -hmm. all the way right through to adulthood. And so those emotions um, are actually the ones that are um, triggered and affect us in many, many ways. And, and you know, you're right, you know, a love-hate relationship can occur, and it's not just between a lover. It can be with someone or something, like a friend or even a sibling, mm -hmm. like you, you had mentioned. Um, but for today's show, I think we're going to concentrate more on the human relationship. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I know that uh, there's a great saying that all things, all things come from love. All things come from love and everything else doesn't exist. So anything that is not love is actually self-created. It's a projection and it's going to be very, very interesting to go into this because as you know, both love and hate are emotions that are very intense and some experts, yes, it's all about poor self-esteem, you know? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And yeah. Self-identity. Yes, yes. And all emotions towards others involve the basic belief that we are incomplete. You know, mm -hmm. all emotions. And especially when you're looking at something like love or hate, because they're two complete opposites. Um, you know, love is a state of oneness with another. Love is a state of oneness with another. And so, um, as you know, when you're feeling separated, when you're feeling uh, like a victim, when you're feeling that you're not whole, well, then you have all sorts of things that actually creep up. And, you know, love is, a, you know, the normal relationship. It is about attachment and dependency and possessiveness. And when it... Oh, wow. And when it turns into uh, attachment, dependency, and possessiveness, what happens is that uh, an individual is now no longer balanced. 
they are not able mm. to navigate that relationship because they're really coming from, they're coming from that, um, not their authentic self, not their whole self, not coming with a complete uh, concept of understanding of what love is. Because, you know, I mean, like we discovered uh, in self-mastery last episode, in order for you to have healthy relationships, you have to be complete by yourself. And then you come into a relationship and then you enjoy the company of someone else. But, you know, you have to have a concept of self-love because otherwise it is going to turn into a love-hate relationship. And, you know, frequently um, people describe the love-hate relationship of, let's take it back to the teenage years, you know, where two people are shown to um, hate each other, but then um, show some sort of an effect, you know, some sort of affection or attraction towards each other. And then at some you know, certain point in their relationship forms, and then it turns into love, you see. So teenage years is a a great um, recollection of the love-hate relationships. And I think, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Matilda, but I, I believe that the concept of love and the relationships that you have when it comes to love hate relationships are really formed in the early years when you have, you know, someone reading to you Cinderella or Snow (laughs) White, or you have, you know, there's this concept that a female has from the, you know, the earlier years, the stories that they were written, that they were read, you know, to them. And so all of a sudden they feel like there's going to be some knight in shining armor who's going to come and sweep them off their feet and everything's going to be happily ever after. And so they go there, they go through a relationship their whole life mm-hmm. looking for their knight in shining armor. Like, uh, I mean, I'll be honest. I, I actually had an individual <laughs> who I was coaching and she said to me, she said, well, you know, I, I'm not sure if this individual is the right one for me, because there's so much of him that I don't like. There's so much of him that I can't stand. I just hate. And I thought, wow, hate's such a strong word. And I, and I said, well, what is your concept of love? Well, her concept of love was exactly what was in a fairy tale, that I'm supposed to see fireworks, and I didn't see the fireworks. It's just, you know, it's just not something that I imagined. And I thought to myself, well, you know, you're maybe in your first or second relationship. How would you know, you know, what, you know, some relationships going to be like when all you remember are your fairy tales, right? True. And, and, and love is not equal, you know, and I'm sure that you can agree with me. You know, sometimes one individual, I mean, is coming from a place of, of unconditional love and the other person is just not there that doesn't mean the other person doesn't love you it just means that whatever you're going through at this point in time is 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 what you're going through right you know um 
love comes and for some reason it can turn into hate at any level. It can, it can. And um, I've experienced that many times. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and sometimes you have to, you have to look, you know, maybe the reason that, you know, you're in this love hate relationship, which is in and out of a relationship, it's an on and off relationship is because, you know, maybe it's a cultural thing. Maybe mm-hmm. it, maybe there's a form of common family involved. Maybe it was your, I don't know, your first cousin um, introduced you to their best buddy. And all of a sudden, now you think that you owe someone something, you see? And so you keep going in this relationship, but you're not 100%, um, you're not 100% committed. You're not 100% um, in love. And maybe it's the family ties that are keeping you there. Or maybe it's your financial needs. Or uh, maybe there's an emotional connection to a person who, you know, you are emotionally dependent on, right? I mean, there's so many ways to look at, you know, what is a love-hate relationship? And, and what is normal? I mean, let's face it, if you're going down the hate track, you know, hate can turn into anger and resentment and um you know yeah you argue but when it happens more and more often um should you be breaking up for good or should you be getting stronger because all of a sudden you know you're having these these arguments but now you're getting to discover other things that you know are important to you in your in your own life Right. Ex- exactly, Sandra. I think once we have these kind of relationships, yeah. we have to these kind of emotions. We have to really look at it and see why we have this kind of why we are feeling this way. I think, I mean, by personal uh, experience or talking with friends and observing some people's lives, I think when the relationship doesn't have true purpose, like you're in a relationship just to be in it. Maybe you've been single for so long that you're willing to be in any type of relationship that's available to you, no matter how much you dislike the guy, for example. Uh, You know deep down that the relationship uh, more than likely doesn't have a future, but you put that aside because it's at least fulfilling a void that you have inside for right now. That's all matters that you are... Um, in relationship for example it happened to me I think women this happened to women or men uh, when you're younger um, or sometimes when you're older and you're still single (laughs) Uh, or unfortunately some marriages are still like that then that that doesn't have true purpose Mm -hmm. what do you think well you know I mean, there. I, I can agree to a certain, uh, to a certain degree, you know, um, I, I, you know, I am a strong believer that, that our feelings and thoughts always have an effect on the other person, our feelings and our thoughts. Okay. And let's face it. Most, most people in this world have been brought up to believe that their thoughts and feelings are their private affairs, that they don't need to voice them, that they don't need to discuss them because they've been taught, oh, no, no, we don't talk like that. We don't say that, you see. 
So, but Salindra, you've never been in a relationship, in a romantic relationship or in friendship, that at that moment, that person was giving you something that you really wanted. There was a void that he or she was covering. And I mean, you knew he or she is not the best human being or best match possible, but you just went with the right. I've done it. You never experienced mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, again, and again, you know, it goes back to, you know, your, your feelings and thoughts, uh, you know, always affect the other person in the relationship, whether those thoughts and feelings are verbalized or expressed. So, you know, when you jump in with both your feet and you haven't really gone ahead and used that sense, that navigational tool that you have, because let's face it, you know, a lot of, a lot of us have gone through life where, you know, you can say, oh, you know, uh, I, I looked across the room and there was this individual and caught my attention and I just, you know, I, I couldn't, uh, you know, take my eyes off, blah, 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 blah. And then when that person opened their mouth, you were like, okay, let me run the other direction. Yes. Right? We've all been yes. there. We've all experienced that. And um, there's, there is, there's a lot to be said about a human being who does not listen to their internal navigational system because we rely, let's face it, we rely on our, uh, on our senses. We rely on our eyes probably over 60%. Mm-hmm. But yet what we see can be deceiving. And then the next sense that most people use is their hearing. But, you know, you and I can be in the same conversation. You'll hear something different and I'll hear something different. So how accurate are our eyes and ears? You know, you really have to tune in before you jump into a relationship. And if you're in that relationship, there is uh, an opportunity for your growth, an opportunity for you to really go deep inside of yourself and see what's coming up, you know, um, you have friends, I have friends. I mean, how many of your friends actually talk behind their partner's back to their friends? Mm-hmm. True. <laughs> how many people do that? And is that, out, is that them just venting frustrations or problems? Or is it really, you know, coming from a place of, I can't handle this, I hate this, and uh, we are not compatible, right? And exactly because I really think they don't have a very deep connection. Mm-hmm. Um, I've experienced this with so many of my friends, for example. While you love and hate certain parts of, for example, him, which is two very deep emotions, there isn't a true bond between them. I think they love um, some parts that they are not very important. For example. I know women that they've been with men because of their money or because they they have good looks or because they take them to nice places. Or I've had friends, men, friends that they like women that they are very good looking. They have certain body type, for example. So all of these things that you love in your partner, these are all the surface traits that you love. You don't love the really deep 
so that means that you really don't have a deep and true connection with the other person that's why one or two things that you don't like about them it becomes like a hate feeling don't you think so a hundred percent you know i mean let's face it how many people out there in the in the in the listening audience here you know you're you're arguing or you're fighting about something and you're trying to prove let's face it catch yourself you're trying to prove the other person is wrong rather than make out that you know this is the this is exactly how i'm thinking and i am willing i am willing to hear you i am willing to hear you i want to see it from your point of view because your point of view is important is important but there's too many people out there what will happen is that you know they they have a thrill of fighting <laughs> and proving that you know who's wrong and who's right and there you go put one more check mark for me because i'm right and you're wrong <laughs> don't you think internally they have they're constantly fighting with themselves they have this they don't have a peace within that's why they're trying to make other people to prove other people that they're good in whatever they're trying to prove well and that goes back to a childhood it goes back to not just their own childhood and how they were treated it's also a reflection of what they witnessed because remember mm -hmm. it's the eyes that are looking so as a baby you're watching everything you're getting programmed, you know, the tone of someone's voice, all of a sudden, if, you know, uh, whoever was in their life, if their tone of the voice was always really high, yeah. and they speak aggressively, well, they accept a partner who's like that. Mm -hmm. You understand? And then someone yeah. else who's a good friend will be like, how, how could you get him? How, how do you let him get away with speaking to you like that? Exactly. Well, it's and it's because it's, uh, it's because they have uh, been accustomed to it right yeah. from childhood, that it's mm -hmm. okay, it's acceptable. There's a certain level of tolerance which comes into the love-hate of an individual, which is from childhood. And, you know, and it goes back to, you know, what is the, um, what is the whole uh, journey of love. Love is a state of oneness with another person. And you feel that you're separated. Well, you're never separated. You're whole. You are complete. You, you are one. And where does that separation come from, you know, Matilda? Nine months in the womb of a mother. You're held. And then you're separated, you see? And that journey of- You come out of heaven. That was heaven for you. And now you're outside the heaven. They're like, this is the world. That's right. <laughs> so, so now you're constantly trying to complete yourself, become whole, become one, because you have been separated, you see? And that happens, it's natural. But it's the a need. Purpose, it, and there's a purpose. There is a purpose mm -hmm. because through your uh, understanding of life, through the experiences of your life, you are trying to 
understand and navigate that you are already whole. There is nobody else that's going to complete you. Because even that, what you see outside of you is a part of you. And you come to that realization, right? Um, yeah, you know. Look, I, actually, this is a very important element right now you're saying. And I think a lot of people right now, they're questioning because of COVID-19. How what you have inside and how you project it outside is very important. I think, um, like your kindness, lots of people that they are treating other people very nicely because they feel like this is a time that you need to be very kind and very uh, with a lot of empathy. But there are people who are very angry right now and. They're angry on everything and everyone and they just want to be isolated and they feel like the world is against them. And it's very interesting how your psychology or how you are within yourself in such in crisis like this comes out mm -hmm. in a full force. Don't you think so? Oh, a hundred percent. And, you know, I think that there's a lot to be said, you know, um, there's, you know, when I, when I say that, you know, whether, whether you know it or not, the, that your emotions and your attitudes towards someone else, they can pick up energetically. Okay. So why don't you go into a room? Why don't you go into a situation with another love or hate mm -hmm. and ask yourself one question, how would I react? If I were the other person and knew exactly, knew exactly my inner thoughts, feelings towards them. Sometimes it would be scary. <laughs> and I can tell you, you'll become a kinder person. Yeah. If you come from that place, if you come from that place, knowing that your energy is already allowing and already serving. So you think that, oh, I'm not going to vocalize it because I don't have the courage to tell him to break his heart to say, I can't, I can't stand him anymore. I want him out of my life. What if you were to just be your bigger self, your higher self, just for a moment? And remember, how would I feel knowing what I know and he knows what I know? Wouldn't I want to be told? Wouldn't I want to be told? Maybe you could be, you can come from a different place all of a sudden. Interesting. I you never know? thought of it that way. Because I, it takes it takes courage, Matilda. You you probably have been in situations, uh, in relationships. I mean, you know, it's not it's not easy. It, it's it takes courage to express the truth. It takes courage. Also, um, I think um, Salindran, mm -hmm. In my, for example, in my situation, I feel like I'm loved. I'm a very mm -hmm. lovable human being. So the thing that I'm going to say or 
whatever he's doing towards me it's nothing against okay there are mistakes we are human beings that they were doing but he's not doing deliberately to hurt me it's just a mistake and it's okay he loves me i mean he loves the human that i am maybe okay he's not in love with me anymore but he loves me as a human he respects me as a human um i think once you look at yourself as a respectful human being or lovable human being you won't think that people are en- your enemy you will look at them as your friends okay they've done wrong but it's not you don't feel that harshness some people tell me i'm in pink world but i don't believe i'm in a pink world i feel like i'm in just a i'm in the right world uh, i see human beings i love human beings and if they are doing mistakes it's their journey they're learning not everyone has the same journey you know um that's well, how it your understanding of yourself of your relationships really comes when you're in relationship mm-hmm. because now you're going to be uh put through a physical test right yes um and and i'd like to take one step back it's not that you hate the other person you may hate the actions of the other person but it's not the person mm mm-hmm. when you really think about it you know um and a lot of people are in love hate relationships because they're they they are afraid of being by themselves they're afraid of being rejected so they don't break up because they're in an unhealthy relationship but they don't break up because of being afraid afraid of rejection and why are they afraid of rejection because they don't love themselves that's and, why yeah and and there's many many in me i mean we can definitely go ahead and we can we can say you know they don't want to spend time with themselves they you know these individuals they don't have enough courage to express their truth they don't you know when you look at uh courage you know when you look at uh you know frequency and vibration you know there's there's a chart and it shows you know the lower vibrations um i think it was uh uh if i'm not mistaken yeah hate for instance it vibrates at 150 hertz it's 150 when you measure it on an electronic you know measuring mm-hmm. device it measures at 150 whereas courage which is the first step to understanding yourself as a whole it take it's at 200 wow okay and what we're trying to do is we're trying to get to 500 which is love mhm okay so there is a lot to be said of you know are you at 200 are you at 500 or are you at 150 When yeah, you, you need to be brave to 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 face your unpleasant um behaviors, your you know, things that you don't like about yourself. You have to be brave to face it. So courage is very important and lots of people don't have that. So how do you think we can have it? That's actually I I want to be brave. <laughs> how well, can I have it? 
Well, let's, uh, let's start off with, you know, hate and how do we conquer hate? You know, how do we conquer hate? There's only one thing. You conquer hate by love. It's exactly the opposite of it. Yeah. So you, con- you, you conquer it with love. And why? Well, how, how could you possibly conquer it with love? Well, when you look at hate, now, hate is a very, very strong word. You have to say mm-hmm. to yourself, what is it that I hate? And I can assure you, it isn't the person. It's their actions. Yes. It is something that they're doing or something that they're saying, but it isn't them. Yeah. Because they are a part of you. Okay. So when you break it apart and you look at it and you come from that perspective, it makes it easier for you to come from that place of love because it isn't the person because you don't know their story. You don't know their story. You don't know what they've been through. And when, and the other thing that I want to really uh, put out there for the, for the listeners, when you see someone that you feel like you cannot understand and maybe they're irritating you and you can't make sense of them and maybe you just want to run the other direction, I want you to do one thing. I want you to look at that person and see them as a child. They were once a child. And when they were a child, they were helpless and they were groomed in a certain way. They were taught in a certain way that these things are wrong and these things are right. What I find is that when I look at someone, a grown adult. Men. <laughs> any, anybody. They're, they're teenagers. They don't move from teenagers. Yeah. But when you look at them and you look at them and you look at them as someone's child, like this individual I see as, a, as a, an adult male, but they were someone's baby. Mm-hmm. And they are trying their very best. I assure you, they are trying their very best. And their very best might not match what your even... Expectations you know, are. Exactly. But when you start to see it from that point, all of a sudden you're stepping into higher and higher frequencies, which are leading you towards courage and then giving you... Uh, a place of coming from the heart and speaking your truth and saying, you know, you know, it's been great, but I think that, you know, there's, you know, there's going to be some distance here. And you will do it in such a manner, which is going to be something that that individual maybe had an opportunity to cross your path and learn from you. Mm-hmm. rather than being pushed down the stairs one more time as they were maybe when they were a child. Right? Exactly. So uh, that's my, my um, understanding. I know that for me, you know, it is, um, it is really important to look at every adult as a child. Look at them as a child. And especially when it's very irritating and you cannot go past, like, what is going on here? Right? Um, and, you know, 
there's a lot to be said about uh, love-hate relationships, but uh, I think that, um, you know, I think when someone feels your pain and someone also feels your happiness, there is some good chemistry happening there. There's a lot of people, they don't feel that. That's scary, Sanjan. That people don't feel it. They don't feel I think that's, I don't know. I don't know what to say. That's scary. I think, um, yeah, maybe they're not even open to themselves. They don't even understand how, what they feel themselves, let alone others. So that's why self-mastery is important so you can understand your emotions, so you can understand other people's emotions as well. That's right. And, um, you know, I think there's also a lot to be said, and I and I believe that there's many uh, cultures and belief systems out there. Um, you know, uh, the looking at someone eye to eye. You know, that's why they say you know relationships now. Yes, you can go ahead and you can have relationships, uh, uh, um, long distance, and you know via technology and stuff, but there is something that actually happens when it's eye to eye. There's some communication that happens beyond what you can put a finger on. And it is proven in so many belief systems, cultures, scientifically proven, right? That yes. uh, when you're looking into someone's eyes and you know they are the windows to the soul, there is something there. Right. Very true. Uh huh. Yeah. Thank so, you. Yeah. So I think that that's a that's a huge huge part of uh, of of something that you have to take uh, note of. You know, I know mm -hmm. there's a lot of people out there, and they're like, I don't know, I, I I just don't get it. I don't I don't know if I really like this person. I don't know if I can spend a lifetime, eternity, blah blah blah. You know, but you have to look for those signs as well. What about uh, Salindran? Um, I think some people are afraid of being vulnerable. I think in order to have a meaningful relationship with another person, you need to be able to be yourself. You need to be able uh, to show your weaknesses to the other person, um, you know, to become vulnerable. And, you know, um, I think people don't want that because they're afraid to be hurt because we can hurt a person who is vulnerable considerably more than a person who has her guards up all the time. Um, well, it's because, about pain. Yeah. It's about pain. Who wants to feel pain? Right? But there's a beauty in that pain, no? <laughs> there is for the one that it can navigate it. There yeah. is for the one that can navigate it. They have that understanding, but there is, uh, you know, there is an individual out there that is so um, conditioned by their upbringing that it's very difficult. They do not want to feel pain. They will do anything. They will go to any limit not to feel pain. You know, um, you know, it's the old story, you know, uh, you're good friends with someone and, uh, you know, they're in front of, in front of you, they do anything and everything. They're that person that you can call at two in the morning to say, hey, come on down. I need, I need you to be with me right now. And you <laughs> consider them just a good friend. 
but maybe they didn't consider that. Maybe they were hoping you'd notice them. Right? Mm -hmm. And they're the ones that, you know, they're the ones that can, you know, drop everything and, and, and want to be near you, be with you. Those are, those are huge things that you have to consider. But yet, they're afraid. They're afraid to tell you that they're looking at it as a relationship maybe down the road or hoping that you would be the one because they don't want rejection. Rejection is being vulnerable. And let's face it, um, vulnerability is a huge thing for males. It's a huge blow to the ego, right? Yeah. Everything comes back to the ego. I swear, uh, dealing with men, you have to constantly pamper their ego. It's like too much work, man. Too much work. <laughs> I'm tired. This is a huge responsibility. <laughs> but if you pamper their ego, lots of things sorted out. I'm learning, you know, I'm learning the techniques of feminine uh, diplomacy. You know? Yeah. It's yeah. very difficult. Uh, you have to have a lot of patience. <laughs> well it takes it well it's like anything else anything in life that you love and enjoy is going to take some effort it will take some effort right yeah. um and yeah i i just feel that you can't say enough about um the love-hate relationships and um you know where do you where do you draw the line as okay this is it i'm done this is for sure uh i don't see a future here you know how many times do we sit there and say it's all about me when you're in a relationship it should be about we right you have to you have to be aware of that right someone who is actually in love will look at each other in the eye across the room and they say 75 percent of the time Whereas someone who's just friendly, it's like 30% of the time. That's a huge difference. Huge difference. What yeah. about... Uh -huh. yeah. No, no, What about... Um, I would really love to talk about projection. I think that's a huge topic itself. Um, while I think while many of us can identify the process of projection in somebody else... Mm -hmm. I think few of us are able to see it in ourselves. Like, think about it. How many times, I'm going to, I'm talking to myself. How many times have I stopped myself and said, um, I'm just projecting. This is nothing to do with person A, for example. Uh, very, I mean, not rarely, but yeah, comparably rarely. Our, our own projections are difficult to spot, uh, first of all, because we don't want to identify them as such. Mm -hmm. the, I think the whole point of uh, projecting is to get rid of them. There mm -hmm. is something unwanted in a way. Um, but I think there are instances that um, people project their good qualities into others as well. My grandma is one of them, I think. <laughs> but I, I feel like um, we most of the times project the painful and unpleasant um, uh, behaviors of ours in others. In my case, Sunny Ren, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's procrastination. I mean, I'm the queen of the procrastination. Somehow, 
in the relationship where I am, especially now, yeah. I cannot stand. And I mean, sometimes I tell myself, I'm like, Matilda, like, hello, you know yourself. I mean, okay, the guy maybe doesn't know you that well, but I know myself. Like, it's embarrassing even I'm getting angry over it because, I mean, I'm doing the same thing, if not worse. Mm-hmm. What give myself the right to, to get angry? But then I do it. Or I don't know how many times I've seen maybe something is not organized and I'm not the best organized human being in the world. I get angry at other person that is not organized and I'm like, um, maybe because I'm tired of my organization not being organized. Or maybe I'm tired of my procrastination. Maybe I hate, I feel like, maybe I hate these traits in my personality. Maybe that's why when I see it in someone else, I bash it out and I start having a hate feeling there. Don't you think so? Well, you know, it's again, it's expectations, right? You're putting your expectations on someone. Yeah. What is it that you feel when you're, you know, someone's putting expectations on you, Matilda? You're feeling I'm pressure. I want to do the opposite. <laughs> it's, a, it's a pressure. You're I'm feeling like, a pressure. I'll show you. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It's yes. a pressure. And so, yeah. you know, how, how do you navigate? And, uh, you know, you might want to get a pen out, listeners, because I have a four-step thing that I want to want you to really note down here because I think this will really, really help your relationships, especially if you're in a love-hate relationship when you're, <laughs> when you're on again, off again. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you to, number one, first look at how you're secretly feeling about a person in a given situation. Okay. That's number one. Now, two, I want you to presume that the other person is aware of those thoughts and feelings that you're having about them. Now, think about that. Three, Put yourself in their place and see how you would react. How would you react knowing that? And you will see that their behavior is probably just what you would have done in their place. Okay? And the goal is to let go of all those feelings until you can go to courage. Everything goes back to courage. Goes back to courage. (laughs) That's right. Because, you know, you have to. You have to understand. You have to question yourself. Why am I feeling the way I'm feeling? You have to question yourself constantly. Why am I feeling what I'm feeling? Why am I feeling what I'm feeling? And when you really keep asking yourself that, you'll understand. Chances are you're feeling that way because of something way back there. When you were a kid, at 10 years old, someone told you what to do and you couldn't stand it. (laughs) Maybe it was your sister, right? So the idea is to understand that you have to see what it is. Let the emotion come up, experience it, but don't react to it. Mm -hmm. And then let it go. Because you are your own sovereign being. All happiness lies within you. We already discussed that in self-mastery. We discussed that already. Where does happiness come from? Within. Who can make us happy? We can. We can. And so 
having these uh, love-hate relationships is just another dance. And that dance happens to be with someone else because you think they're going to, they're going to complete you and they're going to bring you back to wholeness and oneness because your mother gave birth to you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you're already whole. Also, um, Salindra, this is my, this is how I'm looking at it. And it helped me navigate people. And um, I feel I don't have, I mean, I used to have love and hate relationship. Now I really don't have it much or I don't have it at all. It's because I really value humans. I really value whoever that is in my life. For example, right now, Salindra, we're spending time together that, uh, it, one hour that we can never have it back again it's done so it, we spend uh, I don't know some moments of our lives talking mm -hmm. to each other and what an if I look at it that whoever I meet whoever I encounter whoever I'm in relationship with yes. whoever is in my parents yes. there is a reason I'm with them they're 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 going to teach me a lesson um, maybe something my soul needs that these That's people right. are covering it That's right. then you will give them so much grandness that this human being is there to teach you this human being is I don't know maybe is lazy so I can understand procrastination is very annoying so I can learn about myself. Maybe this person is not organized. So I can understand, hey, Matilda, you need to be organized in life. Otherwise, things cannot go the way that you want in life. Um, so I think if you look at whoever that comes to your life, that they're there to nurture you. They're there to show you the path that you need to go. They're there to teach you something. Then you will never kind of go towards the hate feeling. You will always appreciate them. Even if they're annoying, you will realize that something inside is uh, stinking. So I have to fix that. And then um, I think yeah, it will be all love. What's there to not love, love about people that they're coming to you? Even if they're doing something wrong to you, they're teaching you. Maybe they're teaching you about your own boundaries. And it comes and back to self-mastery. Self-mastery, <laughs> self-mastery, 100%. And I would like to leave. I would like to leave the listeners with one thought. Mm -hmm. And that one thought is, are you willing to give love instead of looking for it are you willing to give love instead of looking for it in someone else because when you go to that place of i'm willing to give because i am so full i have more than enough to give i guarantee you you will get exactly what you want a love-love relationship, not a love-hate relationship. Exactly. So on that note, I'm Solyndran Buller from Uplifting Humans, where we honor, empower, and educate and inspire the listener. Next week, we will be discussing masculine and feminine relationships. Matilda. That's exciting. <laughs> and I'm Matilda Tavanian, host of Coffee with Matilda, a journey to self that we um, try to inspire and uh, talk about self-love and self-discovery and connect with others.
till uh, next time i hope you guys enjoyed this one i really loved it and i think i'm gonna um i think every all of these episodes come back to self because everything starts and ends with you so i would like my listeners to look at it that even they don't like a certain relationship with someone look at inside of you there's something is telling you inside needs to be fixed no <laughs> okay. okay until Ciao. next time bye bye Ciao. <laughs>